all things You may be seated. Firstly, the many, many greetings which we again receive from all over the world. Phone calls. Phone calls. More than 50 I counted. And here we have also emails from Haiti, from Benin, from the countries of Africa. We have an email from Edmonton, from Brother Wendel Ellis, and to it also always a text, and one just feels that the word accomplishes for what it was sent for. Then from Brethren Fiechter, also from Canada, British Columbia. Then from Romania, from Brother Daniel, from Timishwara. Then we have from Rwanda, greetings, greetings from Kigali, from Brother Joseph, from Kinshasa, greetings, and this is a very long email here, from Chile, from our brothers and sisters, who are joined with all of us in a special way, greetings, from Brother Etienne Genton, from Brother Graf, from Brother Gabbard from the Philippines, from Atlanta, USA, from Chennai, India, from Brother Thomas Joseph, then greetings, from Romania, especially from Kuchir. May he bless our brothers and sisters there. May I ask, how many are here from Romania? Please, stand up. Ah, look at this. And there, God bless you in our midst. Thank you very much. Brother Adi is also sending greetings, then greetings from Lyon, from our brethren, then greetings from Burkina Faso, from Goma, then from South Africa, Johannesburg, Port Elizabeth, and then I ask now Brother Hilton and all who have come with him to stand up now. Brother Hilton, 
This is our brother Hilton, a man after the heart of God. And he always invites. And God willing, we will come. We are grateful for all, really for all, from all peoples, tongues and nations, from all the neighboring countries, from the far north, from Finland, up down to Palermo. And we are just so grateful to the Lord God. Now a word in reference to last night. You just witnessed in what kind of way the Lord God is blessing. And now just to say it here openly, the brethren in Africa, they are just taking it to heart what Brother Brenham said in 1955 in Zurich that the German eagle would fly through Africa. And this has also now happened since many, many years when we made the beginning with Brother Sidney Jackson, a good friend of Brother Brenham in Africa. We made the beginning there. And then from the English-speaking countries We went into the French-speaking countries so that now from Senegal to Dar es Salaam we, we have reached the nations with the divine message. Just very wonderful how God has led and guided everything. It was always someone whom God could use also, not only a brother Brenham or a brother Frank, everywhere in all countries, on all the continents, there were brothers who were available to God so that the word of the Lord could be carried. For the Spanish language, it was from Galdona, from Venezuela, with whom I made the beginning to bring the word of the Lord into the Latin American countries, up down to Sao Paulo. God has blessed beyond asking and understanding. If I think on all the connections, be it to India, wherever it might be, did I have any connection to any single brother? Somehow, God himself looked after it. He opened the doors and the hearts so that the word of the Lord could be carried. And if we want to give here a short overall view 
not to, not to go into the timely events which are going on right now, not going into detail, but we, we, we just notice how Europe is being united now and where it is being united. We, we notice who plays the main role, where all eyes are focused. Yes, where always lead to, and we said it many times, many ways leads are leading to Rome, but only one way leads out of Rome. And the church of the living God must be called out from all denominations before the total uniting under Rome takes place. And this is now the task which God has given to us now so that we carry the word of the Lord, the word of the Lord. The last call <coughs> with, with a reverence, with a sincerity, with a tr sound of a trumpet to let it sound forth. Ye, my people, come out, be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing. And then I will receive you and you shall be my people and I will be your God. Because that's how he promised it. I will dwell among you, walk among you, and I will be your God. Now just briefly, referring also to last night, beloved, for me as an eyewitness, as an ear witness, Perhaps it has uh, yet another meaning than for you, who you are just hearing of it. But it was like this in the early church, that John was writing what, I, what our eyes have seen, what our ears have heard of the word of life. This we are declaring unto you. A witness must, must have been present when something happened. If we are not present when something happens, then we cannot be a witness. At the most we can pass on what others uh, could testify of. For me, and this I say now by God's grace, for me it's just a privilege that my ways were leading that I could meet Brother Branham. And from the first meeting on, I knew this is a man sent from God. Because nobody could do these works which are happening here unless God is with him. Now, in reference to the film which we watched, what really hurts me is that Brother Brennan was such a poor man, helpless. And this suit, which was bought to him in Washington, because his old suit, his old suit was not acceptable anymore for the people. Therefore, 
we have seen him in a suit which he didn't purchase himself, probably he didn't want it himself, a poor man to the outward scene, but pardoned by God. Yes, if we then think about, if we then think about that John the Baptist was also not uh, coming with, with a, with a, with a collar and with a, no, with a camel skin, with a camel skin. But he had the message of God because he was the messenger whom God promised, of whom he said, Behold, I send my, not only a, behold, I send my messenger before my face. So, we are just so grateful that we can recognize that God has a plan of salvation and this plan he brings to fulfillment in our days. Also this fact that God has given us the insight, the revelation to know where belongs the day of the Lord, where belongs the day of salvation, Where do all the scriptures have to be placed so that no opposition comes up, that no discrepancy is there? And we all know, in the, in the scripture, there is no discrepancy. That's only in the heads of men. The whole Holy Scripture is written in harmony. One just needs to read more than one, one verse to have the exact, the precise connection in which a scripture was written. Then, what concerns us at this place, perhaps this is allowed to be said here, God has really given grace. In December 1959, we heard the first sermon of Brother Brenham from the English translated into the German language. Here on the street, Inrad Street, number 300, in the house of the family Borg. Brother Borg is sitting here in front sometimes. And since that time, God has gathered His people. That's how it started. And the Lord has given grace to it. Easter 74, we had the consecration of this building. And then it went on, 1976, when all were counting with that the year 77, with, with the year 77, everything would come to its end. And the Lord then commanded to buy the neighboring plot, to build on it, because people would come from many countries who would need accommodation. And now we have it. And we just hope that all the visitors understand it that also therein must be a certain order, that all are having their beds, all are having their rooms, 
that also the earthly things are set in order. Because we are not satisfied in the earthly realms, then we carry on the unsatisfaction into the meeting. And then God cannot bless. Let us really take all things The, our sisters are doing their best and you are also doing your best if you agree with the decisions which are made then we also built the next building where now is the, the printing and the dispatch and recently there came the suggestion to build another building on it and this we also did to really serve the people of God worldwide in the many languages in as much as it is, as it is possible And we would like that in every realm each one contributes to the peace and that everyone agrees with what is decided. Thank you very much for the for the understanding and help along this way to carry out the ministry, the commission of the Lord to carry the word of the Lord to all our brothers at this place to all who are fulfilling tasks let it be said a heartfelt well thank you then also to coming to the timely events now we are looking to Israel in particular And if one then hears that man who represents the Palestinians and then he made the statement in the moment where we will have our Palestinian state then no Jew will be found in it. One just has to imagine this. Samaria, Judea, the main provinces of Israel, everything shall come under strange rule. And Jerusalem shall be the capital. Over 3,000 years ago, it was that David was in Jerusalem. And God has chosen Jerusalem as the capital. And then nobody has the right. Nobody has the right. I'm just, I'm just waiting for that day where the Lord will take over the rulership and make an end with all the other. Be honest, we, we all didn't count with that it would take so long. 1959 or 1955, if somebody would, would have told me that it would take so long, and on the other hand, brothers and sisters, If the Lord would have come already sometime in the, in the meantime, then many of you would not have heard the call. The Lord can only return when the last one is called and has entered in and has come to the faith. So, 
The Lord has His way, and by grace we may walk with Him along this way. Our brother John, he was greeting us with the word from the Lamentations, Jeremiah. Lamentations of Jeremiah, right before the prophet Ezekiel, the last two verses. Lamentations, chapter 5, verse 21 and 22. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned. Renew our days as of old. Unless thou hast utterly rejected us, Thou art very rough against us. We know that the wrath which, which God has for all the unbelievers by the obedience of the Lamb, it was abolished. He was obedient, obedient unto the death on the cross. And all the redeemed are not only justified, but they were led, they were ordained to follow the Lord in obedience. Then from Joshua chapter 1, that I should be strong and courageous, that I should walk forward. And then also the words, from Psalms 34, Psalms 34, from verse 5, verse 4, I sought the Lord, and He heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivereth them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. And then also the admonishing words from verse 13 and 14. Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 
Also in the Old Testament, there are instructions for all life, for all of life. And in the New Testament, Paul, up into all the details, he lined out what also belongs to the natural life. But firstly, the word which Brother Yuri Kebernik was reading here recently from 1 Corinthians, from 1 Corinthians, chapter 1. Here we have really mighty words which Paul at that time was writing. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 26. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. No, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world and things which are despised has God chosen. Just wonderful. Not many wise, not many mighty, not many who have, not many who have influence. And I tell you also why. We, by the grace of God, we are brought under the divine influence, not under the influence of a great man of God. No, under the direct influence of God, which the Lord, by His Word and by His Spirit, uh, puts on us. In the same way, we recognize that the Lord has sent His servants and prophets, His apostles, He sent them to tell us all things what we need for the spiritual life and also for the earthly life, what we need on instructions. Just believe me, all of us, we need the instructions of the Lord. Also in the earthly realm, just think of Paul. He himself was not married. How he writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, he was writing that every man should have his wife and every, wife should, every woman should have her, her man, her husband how the divine disorder how the divine disorder was in the Garden of Eden because it just belongs to the earthly also as a young man as a young as a youth as a youth one just has to read the instructions which the Lord has given 
Then all the brothers, all the brothers have to read what God has to say to us. All the sisters have to read what God has to say to them. The Lord has given instructions for everything, for the earthly and also for the spiritual area, realm. And He is watching over us. And He is giving us the power so that we can live out the Word of God. That it is not only written, but that it becomes a reality in our lives. Then the places from the book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 11, which Brother Keller was also reading last Sunday in, in Zurich, Those in Berea were searching the scriptures daily whether those things were so. And we are doing the same. Probably I've said it yesterday already. Most people who refer to the messenger and to the message They are not opening the Bible anymore. They're just reading quotes. We are reading the sermons of Brother Brennan from A to Z. Not only a quote out of context here and out of context there and there. We are reading the sermon completely. And whoever reads the sermon completely, he will be blessed beyond measure. But he, who with some kind of purpose takes out quotes and statements and emphasizes them, he is, he is in danger that, that that what Brother Brenham really said, what he really wanted to say, that he twists it. But that's how Peter was writing it already in his last epistle, that the brethren would twist that what Paul has written. And what the Holy Scripture says, they would twist it for their own destruction. We cannot change anything about it. Only we can give time and again the admonition that we, live by every word of God, not adding anything, not taking away anything from it, but believing as the Scripture says it. Then we have the wonderful word in Galatians, chapter 1. Galatians, chapter 1, and here it is, verse 11 and 12, well known to all of us. Here Paul writes, but I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. Not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
Also our proclamation is not after man, not to please man, as Paul also has written. In, in the last days, people will have itching ears, and they only want to hear that, what they would like to hear. But the message of God is simply for the reason that it is passed on clearly and wholly. Then we have the mighty words, especially in the epistles to the Romans. Let us briefly go into it. Perhaps just one more word of our Lord from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 12, just as an admonition for all of us. Matthew, chapter 12, from verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words, for by thy words, thou shalt be justified. And by thy words thou shalt be condemned. God will not judge us according to what others have said about us. We are just, we are only responsible for that what we are saying. And therefore, We want to bridle our tongue and only saying that with what we can stand before the Lord. I can remember it very well when 79 some things were said. And then a woman really said, what is that to me? It's of course written. He, he who judges himself will not be judged anymore. And with this, it, it was done. Just one scripture, out of context, taken out of context. And everything justified, and again justified. With the idea, I will not be judged. Also in this regard, it's really necessary to take all the corresponding scriptures, to read them. If our Lord says, we will not come into judgment anymore, then he means with it the judgment before the white throne. Then he means with it the final judgment. Of course, not what Paul has written to the Romans. We all have to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. 
Also to the Corinthians, he has written the same thing. And we heard it of Brother Brenham when he was taken over to the other side, that also he will be judged before all to whom he preached, to whom he preached the word. And then Brother Brenham said, I have preached the same gospel which Paul has preached. If he and all those who heard the word from his mouth, if they will stand, then also, also all those will stand who heard the word from my mouth. Brothers and sisters, with the proclamation of the word of God is connected the highest responsibility which exists on the earth. And therefore, let us give to the word the first place. And you all know, our Lord was both. He was the promised seed, of which it is written for the first time in Genesis 3, verse 15, that the divine seed would come to bruise the head of the serpent. But he also was the word which became flesh and which dwelt among us. He was he. It was, he was the one who, who walked in the Garden of Eden. At this place, we only believe in one God who is from eternity to eternity, regardless how he reveals himself, be it as the angel of the covenant, be it as Lord, be it in the pillar of fire, be it as Father in heaven, on the earth as the Son, in us by the Holy Spirit. doesn't matter how he reveals himself. Every revelation, every manifestation is in a connection with the plan of salvation of our God. And it was necessary. And therefore, it took also place. Here it is not discussed about the Godhead. Here it is being believed that there is only one God. From Romans, just as mentioned, here we have the chapters 12 to 14 with the personal teaching and personal instructions for the several individuals. And then we have from chapter 15 to 16 we have the teaching in general for us as believers. Here directly in Romans chapter 12, we are told in verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove 
what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. A mighty word with such a depth. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? For the Lord sanctified himself for us so that we are also sanctified in him. And just as he came, and as it is written of him in the volume of the book, I am come to do thy will, O God. In the same way, we are here today to do the will of God by his grace. And I think it's not difficult if we were renewed in our minds. Then it is not difficult. But the old man cannot submit under the will of God. It's impossible. But the renewed man, if we received a new heart and a new spirit, then we have the access to the spiritual realm. And Paul has written it in the first Corinthians. The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit. They are foolishness to him. Spiritual things must be judged spiritually and received and it must be revealed to us by His grace. Then, then Paul continues with his admonition in verse 3, in chapter 12. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And then, then it is being lined out in verse 4, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members of one of another. About this word, we cannot just go over it. One has to, one has to open First Corinthians 12. If it speaks of a body, if it speaks of members, if it speaks of ministries, and if when it speaks that we are one body in Christ, then one just has to read also from First Corinthians chapter 12. At least verse 12 and 13. 
For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. So also is Christ. Verse 13. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. Everything belongs together. Baptism, Spirit Baptism, putting together in obedience of faith the members of the body of Christ have to be put together. Now back to Romans, chapter 12. Here the spiritual gifts are mentioned. And we are waiting, we are waiting that the Lord God, by His grace, gives a mighty outpouring. We have the promise of the latter rain and that we should ask God in the time of the latter rain for it. Zechariah chapter 10 and also other scriptures up to James chapter 5 from verse 7 on. But here in Romans chapter 12 we have in verse 9 and 10 a mighty teaching and even more than that here it is revealed to us how the divine life is lived out amongst one another. Verse 9 Let love be without dissimulation Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly, brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. And it goes on, not slothful in business. Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. The Lord wants a church which is His body, through which He can be manifested, the dwelling place of God, the pillar of the truth. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And I thank God that we are on the right way, on the way to reach the divine destination. The Lord promised to us the total restoration and because He promised it, therefore He will also fulfill it because thus it is written, all the promises of God 
Not promises of a man of God, not promises of a prophet. No, all the promises of God are yea and amen in Jesus Christ our Lord and find their fulfillment through us. Let us take care, brothers and sisters, let us take care what is written here. Love. Let it be without hypocrisy. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. What did Brother Brenham at, at his experience when he was taken over to the other side? To, to the other side, what did he say? Only perfect love entereth in there. The love of God, just as it was manifested on the cross of Calvary. For God so much loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son and we were reconciled with God. Also here, we don't have to read only one scripture. The Son was also Emmanuel, God with us. One has to, and I will say it time and again, one has to take all the scriptures which belong to a certain subject. One has to take them together to get an overall view and not to, to claim something unbalanced then about the love of God. We have to go back to the word again. The love of God was poured out by the Holy Spirit into our hearts. Brothers and sisters, we don't need anything more necessary than the baptism in the Spirit and fire. The baptism with the love of God through the Holy Spirit baptism. Through that baptism, the love of God is poured out into our hearts. And then, then, the gifts which are embedded in the love of God, then, they will be manifested and used in the church of God. No, not, nothing like, I know it all. No, embedded in the love of God. Let us be honest. Also with the proclamation which the Lord entrusted us with, we have to say here, It's of, it's of course embedded in love. Although God speaks seriously with us, He wants only good things with us. He wants that we walk on that way on which we reach the goal. Then we can read all the other verses in chapter 12. 
And then we are coming to chapter 13. To chapter 13. Here we read from verse 8. Romans 13 from verse 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another. This debt we can, we can really take with us. For he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. And if one goes to Galatians, there Paul lined out, and James also lined it out clearly, whoever gets guilty on one is guilty on everything what God said and what he commanded. And so, God God gave the law so that we are convicted of our transgressions and so that we can repent and can ask for forgiveness. Also the law got its place in the kingdom of God and in especially in, in us the believers. Not you must, you must. No. The love is the fulfillment of the law. He who is in the love of God fulfills every law. He will not transgress any law because the love of God was poured out into our hearts. Then, verse 9, For this commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Now just be honest, beloved brothers and sisters. If we love ourselves as we love as we should love our neighbor, would we then take his wife? I don't know whether there's one single man who is born again on the earth who is filled with the love of God and who has the fear of God in his heart that he, that he would covet the wife of another husband, of another man. Paul says, let every man have his own wife and let every, every woman have, his, have her own husband. And God has put on purpose death, the penalty of death on adultery. And we can really be thankful that we can live out God's word by His grace. Let us read this verse once again. For the commandment, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, and thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comp comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 
And what you don't want that other men do to you, this please don't do to any other one. Just walk in the love of God. Also about this, Brother Branham spoke about it in the sermon Marriage and Divorce. And he said things which probably didn't say anyone before him. In verse 10 we read, Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Let us say Amen to it. Amen. The divine love which was poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit can do no ill to the neighbor, to the other. Because the love is the fulfilling of the whole law. And we can read on and on. Here the Apostle gives the admonition in verse 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Brothers and sisters, it's really on my heart that we're not only receiving teaching, but that we truly are being prepared unto the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And if only perfect love entereth in there, and if the divine life is manifested in our lives, that, that we live out every word, that we live out every commandment which God has given, yes, then we by His grace may look up to God and be silent knowing He who led us up to here, up to this place, He who helped us until now, He who blessed us, although we had to go through trials, yet I, they belong to a believing life. All the men of God, all Israel, the whole church, at the beginning, all of them went through trials. May nobody expect that he is understood by men. Sometimes we don't understand even ourselves, but God understands us. And we have put our trust in Him. And please, permit me, in the recent days I was reading about Abraham, and one almost doesn't think it to be possible that also to him, in the natural realm, a mistake happened to him. If one thinks on all the others, which were my, which stepped mighty, uh, which, made, which made mighty mistakes. 
But Abraham uh, says that his wife is his sister because he's afraid that they would do something to him and that they would kill him. Therefore, he said that uh, he, she is her, his sister. And behold, God, the Lord God speaks to Abimelech, you are a child of death because you have taken the wife of a husband. And the man was frightened. And the Lord said, give, give her, let, let him pray for you. And that's how it happened. Abraham was just a man. One almost doesn't want to say it. One would actually let Abraham go freely. One would like to say that to Abraham nothing happened. But this man doesn't exist. Such a man to whom nothing happened, no mistake happened, it does not exist, such a man. And when I was reading things like that, then I am not, uh, I'm not, I said, Lord, also this you permitted that it is written down. Why was it written down? Because it is possible that somebody makes a mistake. And then God is merciful in all things, just so nice that everything was written down for our teaching in the Word of God. Then also from Romans chapter 14, here we have, please, Permit me to hear the, the very natural hint concerning the food. Sometimes also believing people, they have sometimes not the head right and sometimes not the heart right because they, they argue about certain foods. Romans 14 uh, The one is convinced that he can eat everything and the weak eats only herbs. For one, uh, where does it Nobody shall judge the other about what he eateth. For God has received him. Verse 2 and 3. The kingdom of God does not consist in, in eating and drinking. It's about peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Just leave everyone in peace. I say it always. Whoever is not in peace with himself does not let the others be in peace. He who is in peace with himself lets also all the others be in peace. Verse 10 and 13. How can you judge your brother? How can you... Verse 10, verse 10. For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. 
Please not, please not judging other ones, not speaking, just loving and respecting the other one. For what enters into the stomach does not make an, uh, does not make an man uh, dirty, but what comes out from the heart. Verse 13, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Then it goes on up to verse 17. And then verse 19, let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify one another. Then verse 20, for, fo for food destroy not the work of God. All things, are indeed, all things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. That Paul was led by the Spirit, he made such an effort, Paul, to give us a teaching, also in the natural things. He gave it to us along the way. What a grace! And we would really do good if we obey both both realms, that we not only read over such things, but that we really take it also to heart, that everything may happen for the edification of one another in love. As we read in verse 1 and 2 in chapter 15, Chapter 15, verse 1, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Not pleasing ourselves. Not, oh, I'm not as this one. I'm not as that one. Nobody is something. What, what we may be out of grace, God has worked in us and done in us. Then verse 2, in Romans 15, Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. And that's what's all about. Beloved brothers and sisters, that's what's all about. About the edification, the building up of the body of Christ in the word, in the grace, in the love. Teaching, instructions, everything what goes with it, everything the Lord has given to us by His grace. Until we will fulfill verse 6 in Romans 15, that ye may with one mind, and at, at, on the day of Pentecost they were in one accord. Nobody was speaking about earthly things. 
They were one heart and one soul. They were in one accord. That ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's necessary that also the natural obstacles are put away, that everyone decides for himself before God what he eats, what he drinks. Not one is judging the other. But we are bearing one another in prayer. Then we have it in verse 7 confirmed. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Is this not wonderful? Receive ye one another in love, just as God received us in Christ Jesus. Let us summarize of what's all about now. Not only about teaching, but also about the personal leadings in the life must be in agreement with the Word of God and the will of God. And then one can just say, as Paul also written, let each one examine himself, not the other one, but let each man examine himself. And then God will give us the grace and we will truly come under the influence of the Word of God. No man is influencing us, but God speaks to us through His Word, and we are all submitting to it. I want that we are happy today. So that not the burden of the law discourages us, but the grace, not a free grace, where everybody can do what he likes, but the grace where the whole law is being lived out and where all the commandments of God, just as we read, that they are lived out by the love of God. Now concerning the teaching, I just want to say it once again. God has given grace beyond our understanding. doesn't matter where we read, be it in the prophet Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, be it in the Gospels, be it in the Epistles, or in the book of Revelation. Everywhere it it's, it's, it's flashing. It's flashing. Revelation comes to us by grace. And as Paul has said at that time, we have the same testimony and we may say it also. 
We didn't receive and heard the word of man, but we received it by the revelation of Jesus Christ, by His grace. Brothers and sisters, be of good courage. We have started this new year with God. We have, we have given a short overview about the last, about the most blessed year. 2010 was a year in, in my ministry of very rich fruits in the kingdom of God. Extraordinary. As I said yesterday, if we take Germany, Switzerland and Austria to it, then it were 30 countries which my feet stepped upon last year, carrying the wonderful word. Up to there, where the sun rises for the first time every day, up to New Zealand I went. God has blessed beyond our understanding. What is left to us, brothers and sisters, is that we include Israel even more in our prayers. Because he who blesses Israel is blessed by God. And we are blessing Israel in the name of the Lord. And if something happens there which is not right, then we have pain, we are sorrowful, but we are blessing Israel with all our hearts. God, God is taking sides with His people. And He will complete His work with Israel on Mount Zion. There are wonderful scriptures for it in a large number. In large number, the scriptures speak about what God will do in the completion. And then the glory of God will be manifested. But before that, the church will be raptured. And we have to be tuned in to it. And we just have to say with all our hearts, Beloved Lord, dwell in me, throne in me. May your will be done by your grace in all of us, in all peoples, tongues and nations. God has His people. God has His people. And in these days, we may be the people of God, the people of the new covenant, believing all the promises, letting ourselves be prepared unto the glorious day of the return of Jesus Christ our Lord. We believe. I believe it out of full conviction what Brother Brenham not only said 1933 on the 11th of June, he, he, he was told, not only what he was told 
on the 7th of May 1946, I believe that he was the carrier of the word and that he was told the message which was entrusted to, to you will forerun the second coming of Christ. God has taken all his messengers, but the message is left to us. And we are preaching Jesus Christ, the crucified one, the risen one, the one who ascended to heaven and he will return. And he will have a church without spot and without wrinkle, washed in the blood of the Lamb, taking a bath in the Word until nothing is left. But, but, that, but until everything is in total conformity with the word of God. And then also Ephesians 1 verse 13 will find fulfillment that we will be sealed with the spirit of promise. How many times did we say it? The word of promise, children of promise, spirit of promise. May the Lord God have His way with all of us by His grace. May all who are connected worldwide, may they not be only joined with us, but may they all be joined with the Lord our God. May they hear His word. May they all submit to it. And may the love of God be poured out into all our hearts so that we fulfill and live out His word by His grace, finding our completion in the divine love. May the Lord God bless you all. May He bless all over the earth. May He complete His work I would be happy if in May there would not be a trip to Israel anymore. If the Lord would come already before that, I would be happy. I'm waiting for the return of the Lord. You all know, it's written like this. When you see these things coming to pass, then you know that it is near even at the door. But day and hour, nobody knows. And this is good so. This is good like this. Therefore, be ready to stand before Him, to see His glory. May the Lord God give us all this grace to make use of the time of preparation to be in prayer under the proclamation of the word and say, saying, Lord, fulfill thy word and give me grace that it finds fulfillment through me. Every time when we are addressed and spoken to by the word, then we are opening ourselves and we say, Lord, let it happen like this with me and with all of us. 
May the Lord God bless us all and may He be with all of us. Amen. We stand up for prayer. Who says a chorus which we can sing? Isn't he wonderful? May this be an hour of consecration at the beginning of this new year for all of us. In particular, the youth is on my heart. That God gives grace. That nobody is looking into the world because the world is passing away with all its lust. Whoever does the will of God remains forever. And our Lord said it, of course. These are my brothers and my sisters, those who are doing the will of my Father in heaven. Today, we want to pray especially for all the young people, consecrating them to the Lord, just dedicating them to the Lord. And as already said by Brother Müller, this subject, TV, ah, good, yes, but, but, what is being shown in this TV? I don't know, because I don't watch TV, but we just have to be watchful, just paying attention, careful, that the young people, the youth, is being, uh, is being grown up in the admonition of the Lord, just as, the, as God has given it to the parents, raising them in the fear of God. It just belongs to it. And while we are singing a chorus, I have today the request that at the beginning of the year, all the young people who would like to dedicate their lives to the Lord, that they would come to the front, that we pray for you here. It's on our hearts. You know how it was with Moses. All the family was gathered. The lamb was killed, and all who were in the house, they were kept safe. The Lord said, when I see the blood, then I will pass over you. He sees the blood of the new covenant. And all who, who would like to consecrate their lives to the Lord today, 
who believe with all their hearts that God was in Christ and that He reconciled the world with Himself, those who believe that the blood of the Lamb was shed for our reconciliation and for our forgiveness and that the same life which was in the Son of God is now in the blood-bought flock that we received eternal life by His grace. Also this we time and again say it. Only He can live eternally who has eternal life. And there's only one eternal life. And this is the life of the eternal God. And this life was manifested in Jesus Christ. And as written in 1 John chapter 5, verse 22, He is the true God and eternal life. We all want to start this new year together with God. We all will consecrate ourselves to God together with all the young people who are now coming to the front. Please come, feel free. God bless us. Who says a chorus? Oh, I want to see him. Beloved, you who have come to the front, do you all understand enough German? But you understand the Lord. You have heard the call. The call to come to the Lord. And you have come. Brother Arben, would you like to say something in French? All the others are more or less able to speak and understand German. It's a special day. A special day for you, for me, for all of us. A 
a day which will show the fruit in eternity. Also the word of the cross has not returned void. It accomplished for what it was sent for. With this it starts. Only then comes the teaching. And everything that belongs to the kingdom of God, but the beginning must be made with the Lord. By, by just consecrating our lives to the Lord. Knowing exactly that the Lord loved us, He redeemed us. Just simply receive it by faith, accept it by faith, because thus it is written. First the preaching, and then the faith, and then the obedience with water baptism. We want to see you again in glory. And on this first weekend in the new year, we all would like to dedicate ourselves anew to the Lord. If you agree as the whole assembly, just say Amen. We, we all want to be ready when the Lord comes. And now we will pray together. Please remember, it is written, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not enough that I pray. No, you must call upon the name of the Lord. You have to call upon the name of the Lord. That's how it is written in the prophet Joel. That's how it is written in the book of Acts, chapter 2. That's how it is written in Romans, chapter 10. First the sermon, the preaching, then the faith. Then we are calling upon the name of the Lord. And we say, Beloved Lord, forgive me. Be merciful to me. Forgive all my sins. Receive me. Accept me. Just pray on, pray on. But you have to pray. If you don't pray yourselves, then my prayer can accomplish nothing. Your prayer is the agreement. Therefore, I say it once again. We have the preaching, but in the moment where you hear it and you believe it, you personally have to call upon the name of the Lord to get saved. And may it happen now that each one of you prays. Each one is opening his heart. We are in the presence of God. And God will bless this day. He will bless all of you. We are praying now.
Please pray, all of you. Dear Lord, we are coming into your presence. And I'm coming with all the young people, with all my brothers and sisters. And we are calling upon your name together. We ask you for forgiveness. We ask you for grace, for mercy. Bless all, Lord. Save all who are calling upon you, for thus it is written, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be saved today, here at this place. Salvation shall take place in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Receive the grace, receive your salvation, receive your forgiveness, receive the salvation of God. Be saved in the name of Jesus Christ by the blood of the Lamb. Receive it, accept it, and be blessed. Be saved in Jesus' holy name. Continue praying. Thank Him. Praise Him. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank Him for your salvation. Thank Him for your salvation. Thank Him for your forgiveness. We are praying for forgiveness. And then we receive it. And then we thank for it. If you believe that the Lord was merciful to you, that He has forgiven you, that He has accepted you, then thank Him for it. Thank Him for it. Glorify His name. Glorify the power of His blood, of His word, and of His spirit. Hallelujah. O Lamb of God. Hallelujah. 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 I have peace in my soul. The Lord is present. He has called you. You have received and accepted Him. You have become a possession of the Lord. The Lord God has blessed you. Please do not forget this day. When trials are coming in your life, then just say, on that 2nd of January, I have consecrated my life to the Lord. I am an inheritance of the Lord. Would you like to promise the Lord to walk on the narrow way, not to look into the world, because the Holy Scripture says, what has unbelieving to do with believing? What has light to do with darkness? 
What obedience with disobedience? May God put it now into your hearts to walk together with Him on the narrow way of life. And this we all wish to, as the whole church who we are gathered here but also those who are gathered worldwide that all the young people in all countries are being consecrated to God so that they recognize that they will only reach the destination on the narrow way. Can you believe it? Then say Amen. Do you believe with all your heart that the Lord accepted you? Believe it. Faith is the victory. And that's how it is written. And that's how we preached it. Now, as the overall church, the whole church, we will consecrate ourselves to the Lord. And we will ask Him to be with us. And that He completes His work which He started in us so that we are available to Him as the body of the Lord, as the church which the Lord can use. He the head, we the members. He the light and we the beam. He the master. He is ours. We are His. Now we will consecrate ourselves as the whole church and we ask Brother Schmidt to pray with us. Great God, we are glorifying and praising your holy name and we say thank you for everything what you are doing and what you did already and what you will still do. We are stretching forth to it and you will not disappoint us. Your promise is that you will abide with us until the end of the world. In trust and confidence we consecrated ourselves to you. Our children and children's children have consecrated themselves to you. We ask you, keep them in your word under the leading of your spirit in Thy will, separated from the things of the world, give grace to it, 
so that your spirit accompanies them, so that we together may see your face when you will come. Because this is our prayer, our supplication, our desire, and you alone are able to bring it to pass. Lord, as we said, in this started year, we consecrate ourselves totally to you, and we ask you for your grace. Be merciful, bless from the riches of your grace, and everywhere, Lord, where your word is being heard, where your word is received, please confirm thyself, for you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. To you be the thanks. Amen. Oh, I want to see him. And now we will pray for all who have a request, be it in natural way or bodily, whatever it might be. You all know in the ministry of Brother Brenham, the emphasis was put on healing to draw the attention of the people to the message. It was also like this with our Lord. When John sent the people, are you the one or are you not the one? Then our Lord didn't say, I am or I am not. No, he said, go and tell John, the blind see, the lame walk, for that's how it, was, how it was written in Isaiah 35 and that's how it was fulfilled that's how it was also in the ministry of Brother Brenham that's how it has to become now in the church that's how it has to become now in the church and all of us we have a responsibility in the presence of God and now we want to pray together all the requests, all the needs, bringing everything to the Lord by faith, by His stripes we were healed on the cross of Calvary it has happened and the blood speaks even today for us.
we are still in the time of grace. It's a wonderful day. I don't know whether you comprehend it. A day in which God has spoken to us. A day in which we rededicated our lives to Him. With Him we started this year. And with Him we will walk all the days of this year. Let us pray now together. Dear Lord, we have heard the promise in your word. Whatever we may pray in your name, this shall be done unto us. And we ask in your name of Jesus, heal all the sick. Heal all from head to toe and deliver all who have come under the bondage of Satan. Deliver all. Set all free, for you have come so that the captives are set free. You have taken captivity captive. You have risen. You are alive. You are today in our midst. Confirm thy word in, in, in a supernatural way. We are thanking you with all our hearts and we are glorifying the power of your blood, of your word, and of your spirit. And we thank you with all our hearts for this day which you have made. You made it for all of us. Bless all over the earth all our brothers and sisters and be with all of us every day of this year. Accompany us. Come to your right in our lives. Once again we thank you for the divine message, for the last call, for every revelation which you have given to us. We thank you for everything in Jesus' holy name. And all the people said, Amen. Amen.